We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. Joining us right now, like I said, Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic, covering your New York Jets. Thank you for the time tonight. Welcome, Zach, in. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks for joining us, man. I, I feel like uh, I've, I've tried to, you know, well, not try to get you on. I've wanted to get you on, and I tried today, and I'm glad you were down and you had the time. What a perfect day. What a perfect time to weigh in on this whole thing. Uh, I remember seeing your article about what went on behind the scenes with Zach Wilson and um, Mike LaFleur and, uh, you know, the whole, you know, behind the scenes with, uh, you know, with the Jets. And fast forward to now, right, I was just reading through your article that hit today, you know, that Aaron Rodgers is out. And on air, I've been saying I'm getting left at the altar vibes from Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. I feel like there's been nonstop conversation on this station and other places about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Meanwhile, you haven't even been on a date with the girl, the guy, the girl or guy. I'm making an analogy here. You went on an, on a date with Derek Carr, nice Italian restaurant. He came to see you. He even thought last night that he was leaning towards making it official, and then you see that he's gone public on Instagram and that, uh, you know, he's he's dating the guy that, uh, you know, told you not to worry about, and now here you are as the Jets looking for somebody to go to the dance with, and you haven't even met with this guy that you've been obsessing over, and uh, here we are. So what are your thoughts, first off, about this whole saga from the end of the season with Zach Wilson? Like, I think start there, right? <laughs> The Jets didn't draft the right guy, and uh, so now in year three, they've had to come out and say, we're looking for a veteran quarterback. And when you start that search, you start at the top at the potential of a Hall of Famer, multiple-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, and then you also you know, take a look at Derek Carr, pro bowler, guys won some games, been in the league a little bit, a little bit younger. But like, What are your thoughts right now on where the Jets are? Because that's what none of us know. We speculate... But what are your thoughts on, like, how did we end up here and now the first chip falling is Derek Carr is not available? To, to your analogy, it does kind of feel like, you know, the situation where they keep texting him thinking that they set, set a date up and he's not responding <laughs> to, like, nine straight text messages or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think they they were very interested in Derek Carr, but from the beginning they, they – were willing to wait for Aaron Rodgers, and I think they they did that knowing that they were risking losing out on Carr. 
And if Roger doesn't work out, then you come out of this empty-handed. I think that's the worst-case scenario for everybody. I, I think what you'll see happen is if that, if that does happen and, you know, maybe they sign a Jimmy G, I don't think that's guaranteed either, but you sign somebody like that and you start hearing a lot of the spin that that's what they wanted the entire time, but that is not true. Uh, they, they wanted Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr was option number two. And, you know, there's the Lamar Jackson pipe dream, which I don't think anyone actually thinks is realistic. So, um, yeah, I think right now they're in a holding pattern until Rodgers makes a decision. And I think that they thought they would know by now if Aaron was wanted to come to the Jets, if he wanted to go back to Green Bay. I think the longer you wait, you know, the more I think maybe he wants to go back to Green Bay. Um, but just nobody knows. Like, it's such a wild card. And he has everybody in the NFL, you know, waiting on, you know, tooth and nail, like, to find out. Uh, what he's going to do, and he kind of holds all the power now. And he, it, it always amazes me when he talks, and he uh, and he's like always surprised that everybody's like, you know, cares about what he's doing and what he's saying, why everybody's reacting in certain ways. But he's, you know, he's one of, if not the biggest name in the NFL now with Tom Brady retired. So, um, you know, they're in a holding pattern, and I think we'll know at, at the very latest by this time next week when the negotiating window opens for free agency. I, I think Rogers has said he doesn't want to put whatever team he's on in a position where, you know, you don't know who it is in free agency and you have to wait and you're not able to approve the roster and then, you know, the team you'd want to go to can't really approve around him. So I, I think we'll know maybe in the coming days, maybe within the week. But, yeah, it, right now I don't have any inkling about whether he wants to go to the Jets because I don't think the Jets have any inkling for it. Yeah, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers uses a watch or traditional calendars <laughs> or even has – he looks at, at the sun, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking at how many sunsets has it been since <laughs> I went on my darkness retreat. Like, I don't know if this guy really is on the league schedule. And I a lot of times I'm on, I'm like, just follow the paper trail. Look at the dates. Like, 4 p.m. tomorrow, we're going to know more. And uh, the day after, we're going to know more. And we learned a lot today with the Geno signing and with the Derek Carr signing. You mentioned Lamar Jackson, and I... I have to ask you about Lamar Jackson because I was on Lamar Jackson and that pipe dream before the Aaron Rodgers pipe. I just feel like Lamar Jackson, if he's available, that's a yeah. big if, then they have to have that in their mind and they should be making calls right now. They should be calling up uh, Eric DaCosta down there like, hey, if you're still apart from Lamar and I think they're going to tag him tomorrow, but I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to play on a tag, especially seeing Geno Smith and Derek Carr just get guaranteed money. Uh, how far away do you think that dream really is for the Jets to trade for Lamar Jackson? Because I feel like if you miss out on Aaron Rodgers, it's got to be Lamar Jackson next. And then if you miss out on him, then you can start looking into the Jimmy G's or Ryan Tannehill trade or signing Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I I, I think it's still is a pipe dream. And, I you know, I, I, I do think they would absolutely be interested if they actually became available. I still don't know. That team's out. I know there's been some reporting that maybe, you know, the Ravens would be willing to listen. I, I, I don't know if everybody believes that in the league. I think it's going to be – I think we'll know tomorrow. So tomorrow's the franchise tag deadline. And if the Ravens do the non-exclusive tag, then other teams would have the ability to offer Lamar a contract. And hypothetically, if the Ravens didn't back it, then the other team would have to give up two first-round picks. Uh, so if they do a non-exclusive tag, then it gets very interesting, and then maybe the Jets get involved there. If it's an exclusive one, then the then the Ravens hold his right. And unless, you know, you're blowing them away, not only do you have to blow them away with, with an offer, but you also have to give Lamar, like, the fully guaranteed contract he's giving, which is a very steep price to pay. And obviously the Jets want to earn right now. Maybe they think that's worth it. But I, there's a lot of steps between now and, like, the idea of them even, like, 
getting into the negotiations with Lamar, where a lot of teams have wanted to. So um, I still think that's a pipe dream, but, you know, the NFL is crazy, and the Lamar situation seems very volatile. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like they're making any progress with their contract talks. So I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't see the Ravens giving up on you. When you have a guy of that caliber, you don't trade him especially because the Ravens have a good enough roster around him to, like, compete. So it's uh, it's one of the most fascinating. Rodgers and Lamar are the, are the two things that everybody's looking at right now. Yeah, I feel like if you miss out with Rodgers and you're prepared to make a trade for him, you got to try and pivot to Lamar. But I don't think the Ravens are actually dumb enough to, like, I, I, they have a generational talent. Uh, I would love to yeah. see the guy in a Jets jersey. I would buy that Jets jersey. I'd be at MetLife Stadium to root him on. He would completely change this team. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're there yet. And I've been preaching, hey, day by day we're gonna learn more, and day by day we will get there. And you know what I thought today, and I put this in my notes. Okay, now if it's just Aaron Rodgers, right now it's okay. It's down to you were looking at Derek Carr, you're looking at Aaron Rodgers. Carr comes off the board. He signs with the Saints, the place that he visited first. So now it's even more on Aaron Rodgers. Why do we think that there's not a mystery team? Why do we not think that there is some other team out of? Let's say there's 20 teams potentially that, you know, could want his services. There's probably less. But, like, why do we think that it's just the Jets? Why don't Why don't we talk about at all a mystery team where there's always a mystery team in the draft and free agent? There's always a team that pops up, you know. Totally. Like, I didn't know the Browns were going to give that deal to Deshaun Watson. How come there's no chatter about a mystery team? It's only the Jets. Yeah, you know, I've actually been saying I think it's, it's, it's like, it feels like it's just Jets, Packers, or Bucks, unless there's a mystery team. Like, that's kind of been the way I've been phrasing it. Because, again, it kind of goes back to, like, everybody's assuming, like, the Jets are the only option. But we don't know if, number one, Aaron Rodgers actually wants to come to the Jets. And number two, like, you know, I, I heard somebody talking about this earlier. I forget who it was. Um, but, you know, if Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, you know, I, maybe he doesn't want to go to the Jets, but he's like, I want to go to the Dolphins. I want to go to, you know, the, the Ra- Raiders say they maybe don't want him. But if he says, I want to go to the Raiders, that changes the conversation. Like, he's, he's the kind of player that, if he says he wants to go somewhere, that team has to consider it. So I, I think you're right, you're right on there. I, I think it's not, I wouldn't say it's 100% sure that the Jets are the only other option. I think they're, I think it's like a lot of the pieces make sense. You know, Nathaniel Hackett, the, the roster they have, the willingness to give up, the willingness to trade for him and, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, going, going to a different conference, it, it, like it, it makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, like you said, like we, we don't actually know that Rogers wants to go to New York and, if he wants to go somewhere else, I imagine whatever team that is would be interested in it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I just I feel for my friends that are Jets fans, and Aaron Rodgers has been living rent free in their minds uh, <laughs> since late January, and it's like ah, uh, you know, we we've exhausted so many on air hours on Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he even knows. I don't think he even cares. Like you have a whole fan base waiting for you. You have a whole fan base that. It would go insane if you actually came out and said, I want to play football and I'm down to come to New York and, and be the savior for the Jets. I, I've been on record saying I don't think he wants to retire. Brady retired, so him and Brady and Canton and the same, you know, five years goes by, whatever. Like, I don't think he wants to do that. Uh, but he's a guy that they're saying, the Packers are saying he, he wasn't really bought in. And he's a guy that they're saying wasn't really committed to their offseason work and, and that hurt the team. Like, who thinks he's going to all of a sudden come to Florham Park and want to, you know, be at OTAs and, and throw extra routes yeah. and be around? This is a guy that needs isolation. It is impossible to find isolation around here. This is a guy that's looking for <laughs> darkness. This is the brightest lights in the world. Like, what are we talking about here? I, I just, more and more, I'm like, okay, this would be 
if if the news comes out that he wants to play for the Jets and they're going to make the trade, this would be ridiculous. So more and more, I'm thinking like it's not going to be that ridiculous. He might just be a Packer. And just how you said any other team, like a mystery team, would entertain that, Green Bay would entertain having their own guy back for another year. Um, if he says, hey, I want to stay in Wisconsin, I have a mansion here. He, you've heard him say, 18 years, this is my life here. I grew up here, like... I just don't see him wanting to come live in North Jersey and play for the Jets. Yeah, and I, I do think, you know, the sense I got coming out of Indy was that, you know, again, I don't, people even in Green Bay don't know, like in terms of like coach GM, like I don't think the, the higher ups even know what he wants to do. But I, I do get the sense that if Rogers says, I want to stay in Green Bay, they'll happily welcome back. Come back. Like they, they believe in Jordan Love, but Jordan Love is an unknown and Rodgers and so they feel like they can still, you know, go and win a Super Bowl with Rodgers where I don't know if they can right. with Love. So, yeah, so I, I don't think it's a question of if the Packers want him. I think it's more if he wants, the, if he wants the Packers. And like you said, there's a lot of reasons to think he would. I mean, they drafted this kid Love over Jalen Hurts. And now we see Jalen Hurts have an MVP caliber season, get the runner-up in MVP, but then go to the Super Bowl and ball out. So they're kind of forced to see who Jordan Love is. They drafted him, I think, with Patrick Mahomes in mind. I remember when he was coming out of Utah State, people were saying, oh, this guy. Like, There is no other Patrick Mahomes. I hope we all know that by now. There is no other Patrick Mahomes coming into the league. There's nobody that you can project to be Patrick Mahomes. He's one of one. But looking at the draft, right, I, there's, a, there's a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, just I watched the combine this weekend. There are a few guys in this draft. I think this is a, a deep quarterback class. Uh, I think in, in five years from now, there might be a few of these guys starting. So when I hear that, like, oh, Vegas is not interested in Aaron Rodgers, they may draft Will Levis, they may explore Jimmy Garoppolo uh, with the ties with Josh McDaniel. Maybe, like, maybe, but at the same time, if he wants to reunite with Devontae Adams, they're not going to say no. Um, another question yeah. I have before we let you go, I know you, you used to cover the Eagles, you used to cover the Giants, and this is WFAN, so Giants fans are listening, and yeah. We're going to find out about Daniel Jones, and I think today certainly affects Daniel Jones, his contract negotiation, and what he's been asking for. I have not once entertained the thought that he would command $48 million, $45 million, even $40 million a year after the year he put together last year. Do I think he's a good quarterback? Yes. Do I think he's a future quarterback of the Giants? Sure. I just don't think he's breaking the bank, and I don't think that they're willing to do that. I think that there might be a situation here where they tag him, which I think would be foolish, or this this thing could play out beyond the draft. Maybe they keep negotiating. Maybe they, you know, maybe this thing uh, takes a while. But I don't see Daniel Jones holding out. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a hard worker, and he wants to be the quarterback of this team. But he also wants his payday. He switched from CAA to athletes first because they have gotten guys their big payday. What are your thoughts on Daniel Jones now after we see what uh, Gino got a uh, hundred and five million fifty two guaranteed and uh, yeah. You know, Derek Carr gets a hundred million guaranteed. Yeah, you know it's fascinating. I mean, you know, Jones is looking for this money a year when he's threw fifteen touchdown passes. Like I knew he, I know he had like a, you know, it was a big step up, and he's a big reason why they're able to do what they do. But yeah, it's, it's crazy to look at the numbers and look at the stats, and they don't really line up. But um, you know what, what? What I always go back to with these contract things, I I think the forty five things been a little overblown. What I'm more curious is like what the structure of the contract he's looking for, like how much guaranteed money is he asking for? Because that's really what matters. If you look at, you know, like the Geno contract, I think I saw somewhere that they can get out of it. If not after the first year, they can get out of it after the second year without mm -hmm. any issue. And I think I think the same thing with Derek Carr, they can get out of it before the last year. So yep. a lot of times that, that number that's tweeted out is like more for the agents and to make the player look like he's higher paid than anybody. Yes, thank you. So, 
Um, so, so I'm, I'm curious to see like how long of a contract I'm looking to do, what the guaranteed money looks like. Uh, so I, I think it, it might come out to look like, okay, he's, he's averaging 45 a year, but it might be a situation like the, the car contract where it's like a 40, like a $50 million cap in the last year, even though they can get out of it before that kind of thing. That's kind of what I'm curious about. It seems pretty clear he's going to be back in New York. Um, you know, the, de- the deadline's coming. A lot of times the deadline's for action. So maybe that'll, they'll push everybody to do a contract, but, um, you know, it'll be a contract with a franchise tag. Because if he did hit free agency, the thing is with the court, this quarterback market, he would he might even make that much money in free agency, which is probably why he's asking for it. I just don't see anybody loving like Tiki Barber on this radio station says nobody loves you like your mama loves you. They drafted him, <laughs> they developed him, they got him to the totally. playoffs, or he helped get them to the playoffs and get a win this year. I think he's most valuable to the Giants. Now, here's the last question for you. Zach Wilson, why why do they endorse Zach Wilson so much in Jets land? Is it because they potentially, you know, want to move on from him? So you, you can't in the media be like, yeah, we admit this was a failure. This was a move that we made and uh, we messed up. He's not the guy. Or do they actually believe that, like, oh, last year was just a rough year. He got hurt in preseason, you know. Uh, he's got a better shot coming in this year, even though we're definitely going to get a veteran quarterback. Like, what is it with Zach Wilson? I feel like he's another one. Before it was Aaron Rodgers, all we talked about every day was Zach Wilson on this station. Yeah, I think it's the beginning part of your question. I think that's that's what it is. I don't think they're going to come out and say, um, you know, we don't believe him anymore. I think they're saying the right things publicly, but, you know, I think they've made it pretty clear how they feel about him with, you have the owner, the GM, and the coach being like, our number one goal is to get a veteran quarterback this offseason. And you don't say that if you don't plan on benching the guy that you drafted second overall two years ago. I, I think they're open to the possibility that, you know, maybe behind the scenes without any eyes out of that pressure, maybe they can develop him into a useful player. But I, I think ultimately they're planning for a future where he's not necessarily a part of it. I, I don't think they're – I think it would be pretty hard to trade him right now because they're not going to get very much value. And, and it doesn't look good, good if you're trading a second overall pick uh, two years later for like a fourth or a fifth. So I imagine they hold on to him for this year, whether he's a second or a third string. Maybe next year they move on. But I, I think they're just going to try and develop him quietly behind the scenes, hope that the questions stop coming about him. Uh, but that, the, the, the quotes that you see, and it, it really is just them trying to say the right things publicly while privately acknowledging that, you know, the situation got pretty bad. Yeah, agreed. Hey, Zach, appreciate the time. Go enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Rosenblatt covering your New York Jets for The Athletic. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The Boss. George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, 
I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Dropping beats, myself on the microphone, talking sports, and taking your calls. We're going to get right back into it. You know what we're talking about. Thanks again to Zach Rosenblatt for joining me. And uh, I'm in here watching the Yankee game. I wish I could actually pay attention to it, but I'm hosting. I'm at work. So I'll have to catch that Yankee encore on the late night when I get home and I can't sleep. I miss Judge's home run. And if you're listening to me in my open, I'm like, that was almost a home run. He hit a foul ball home run. I almost like I, I got like choked up a little bit. I needed some water real quick. I was like, excuse me. I'm like, oh, Judge almost hit a home run. Then I take my eyes away and uh, I miss it. I, I really honestly haven't seen much of this game. But, man, the Yankees look good. I know it's just spring training. But what when I mean the Yankees, like what I mean by the Yankees look good, I mean the Yankees. I mean like there's a lot of guys that are turning heads. There's a lot of guys making noise. There's a lot of guys playing well there's that man again that young man Anthony Volpe is at the plate right now 2-0 count goes to 3-0 good eye kid uh we'll definitely get into the Yankees conversation I may have a Yankees guest joining us a Yankees reporter joining us after the game and uh stay tuned for that Yankees fans we'll get into the conversation but I just heard the drop uh with Francesa talking about George Steinbrenner and or uh, Beningo talking about George Steinbrenner. And uh, I knew that because he said, I'm a, I'm a Mets fan. And uh, I don't know why I said Francesa. I'm in the Francesa studio. He's always on our minds here. Beningo talking about, uh, you know, George Steinbrenner and the respect that he had for him. And, well, you know, they there are people that love to say that the new George Steinbrenner is Steve Cohen. And Steve Cohen has popped up again on Twitter. I saw Uncle Stevie... Moneybag Co, King Cohen, whatever you want to call him. He tweeted out about four hours ago. He said, uh, I wanted a bigger scoreboard, and it looks like I got what I wanted. And I've seen the pictures of this big black screen uh, <laughs> in City Field. If you're uh, behind that screen, like that, you know, that back, like chill area, um, that's going to be interesting in, in City Field this year. Yeah, you got what you wanted. That's a huge screen. What are you going to have, like? Real-time betting odds on there. Real-time analytics. We get every single baseball stat. The pitch clock will be on there. We'll, we'll see. Uh, looking looking forward to this baseball season a ton. I know Mets fans might be uh, a little down after the Jose Quintana news. You know, you sign a guy. You're looking for him to be in your rotation. Whatever. I think the good news in all that is that he should be fine by opening day. But now that's one less guy you got to worry about going to the World Baseball Classic, which you have to worry about the World Baseball Classic because injuries happen in the World Baseball Classic. I think Didi Gregorius got hurt playing for the Netherlands whatever year that was, and that affected his season. So uh, eyes on that. I think tomorrow is the media day for Team USA, and then games get started on the 8th. Team USA doesn't play until a few days from now. All right, on the other side of 830, here we go. Frank, thanks for waiting. Frank in White Plains, you are on the fan. Thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks for holding, and, man. Appreciate it. 
No problem. You got, you have great show. You make sense whatever you say, and I'm telling you now. Now, I, I want to just two things to say about the New York Mets and New York Giants. I'm a diehard Giant, New York Giants fan. Steve Cohn is a multi-billionaire, okay? And he did buy half a billion dollars players during the season. But you know what he bought? I think he bought uh, just um, names, no players, names. They're old. They're old. They're old team. And I don't know what, what, this, what, what Steve Cohn expects that he's going to put him over the top with all these old players. Carlos Correa was what he thought was going to put the team over the <laughs> That's top. That's exactly what I was looking for. Now, I want to go to New York Giants, if you let me, please. Mm-hmm. You know something? I, I, I'm a diehard New York Giants fan. And New York Giants, with, uh, with uh, quarterback Steve Jones, uh, I mean, uh, Daniel Jones, they're not going to win nothing with him. What happened is this guy is no $45 million man. This guy, it's four years he's been quarterback, and he never, this year, he had, he had just decent year, but no good year. I'm you with you. agree with me? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I I have not entertained the thought of him being a forty million dollar plus quarterback. It just it doesn't seem real to me. And I don't think that the Giants. I think the Giants will stare him dead in his eyes and tell him, "Hey, you you had a good year. We had a good year, though. Like exactly. you weren't the sole reason for that. You were the driver for sure. We appreciate you. We want you to be here. We want to move Look, forward and see you get even better. But you, you can't come in here asking York, for that much money. I, I'm a New York Giants fan. Thank you very much for letting me talk. But how many New York Giants fans begin the season? They don't even say that he's going to he's going to. That's be, what I'm saying. Be, like this guy know. a year ago, there were a ton of question marks around. If you look at what he he's done the years before, I guess you can place blame on the different head coaches and coordinators and the roster, Dave Gettleman. But how do we go from Tyrod Taylor could potentially beat this guy out? We're not picking up his fifth year option to oh well, you gotta pay him the forty five million. That's what quarterbacks are worth. Not this quarter. <laughs> and I'm not going to waste your time. I know you're busy and you got a lot of calls to answer. But how he played against the Philadelphia Eagles in, in the playoffs, tell me. He's, he, he, he stunk. I'm sorry to say it. I'm a diehard Giants fan. I love New York Giants. But he stunk in there. Clearly, he needs some more help around him. Thank you for the call, yes, Frank. He- I think he would say that. And and I haven't heard from Daniel Jones and neither of you, and you're not going to, but this is going to get interesting. If there is not a contract agreed upon by 4 p.m. tomorrow, I don't think they should tag him. I think it's a waste of the tag, and you very well might have to put that tag on your superstar running back who was the whole offense for the beginning half of the year when they were going very vanilla with v- Vanilla Vic. Like, did we forget what season we just watched? I keep seeing. I think I saw Art Stapleton keeps telling people on Twitter, tell me you haven't watched the whole season or tell me you didn't watch the end of the season because people are making these claims. And it's like, did did you not watch all the games? They play once a week. I'm not a Giants fan, but I laid eyes on every game they played. In the beginning of the season, they were super conservative for a few reasons. You have Saquon Barkley, fresh, with a chip on his shoulder and something to prove. 
That's the safety blanket you have as a quarterback. We can give it to Saquon 30, 35 times a game. He's going to create some big plays. If we have Daniel Jones, who we're unsure about, if we have Daniel Jones, who's been a turnover machine, if we have Daniel Jones, who has been injury prone, let's try to keep him away from some of that. Okay, how do we do that? Well, we're not going to throw the ball as much. We're not going to take as many shots downfield. We're not going to take as many risks. And once they realized his legs really were a threat, you know, they took the kid gloves off of him potentially being hurt. And himself, he champed it out. He went to London with a bum ankle. One there. I, I appreciate Daniel Jones. I think this year he showed you everything you needed to see to stop hating on him, right? He stayed healthy. He didn't turn the ball over. I know there's a ton of people that want to say 15 touchdowns, 15 touchdowns. I think that is on two things. The receivers he was throwing to and the offensive play calling. Right? If you have if you're if you're Jalen Hurts and you have Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, AJ Brown had games where he had three touchdowns in one game just chucking the ball up in the air to him. There's not one guy like that on the Giants. I just think that we've gotten to a point where uh, there's so much hearsay, there's so much speculation. I think tomorrow is going to be a good day for Giants fans. You're going to actually get some truth. You may get a deal done. You may overpay for your guys, but I've been saying they're going to finagle it. There's going to be ways for them to figure this out. And if you look at the Derek Carr contract and the Geno Smith contract, that'll tell you all you really need to know about what potentially Daniel Jones can get at 25 going into his fifth year in the league what these veterans who have been around for a while, what they just commanded, and, you know, Paul and I were talking about it with Geno Smith. I'm like, Geno Smith was, I know it sounds ridiculous now, but in the beginning half of the season, he was getting talked about as a potential MVP. I know Tua was as well. His numbers, though, were up there. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback. His numbers were up there. And you saw what he just got. Many people will say, oh, who's better, Geno, Geno or Daniel Jones? The Seahawks beat Daniel Jones and the Giants. I don't think Daniel Jones is worth way more money than Geno Smith. Way more, no, but he's going to ask for 40. Because like, you have to give Daniel Jones more money than Geno Smith. And with the Geno Smith deal, it's $52 million in year one. And that came out a little bit after. So $52 million guaranteed or in the contract in year one. And if you're Daniel Jones and if you're athletes first and you're everyone around Daniel Jones, you can't take less than what Geno Smith is getting. So he's the, he he can't do it. It makes him look like an ass. Honestly, you can't take less than that. You have to get more. That number has to be start with a four. It just that number is going to start with a four. Whether I think it's it very three well years can. for one hundred and twenty million. Don't get me wrong. I think forty million can yeah. be hit. Yes, forty-five. No, forty-eight. No, but I think if if they're stuck on forty. That can be hit because there's ways to structure it with yes. guaranteed money in years. Yes. And and no, notice Rosenblatt, who was just on, called out the fact that these deals are struct structured after year two. Yep. You can get out of both deals. Right. So I think Daniel Jones potentially could have a deal like that for maybe three years. And if they want to stretch it out to add more money, it could be up to five. He's 25 years old. You could have him signed potentially till he's 30. I don't know. We're gonna know. No, it, it it's a weird it's a weird spot for him. And if and let's say the long term deal doesn't work out, and they place the franchise tag on him, doesn't that send the message to Daniel Jones that the organization doesn't believe in him? 
No. I Doesn't think... that send that message that these guys won't give me a long-term deal? They want me to prove it again, so, which means they don't really believe in me. We believe in you, and that's why we're tagging you, and you're going to make good money. But I think he knows, They all, all parties know, we need some help, man. Isaiah Hodgins resigns. That's that's who you want as your number one. No, I think the, the ideal situation is Brandon Ayuk, Godwin, Evans, somebody like there that. There are free agent receivers. Yes. There are receivers coming up in the draft. There's a there's plenty of options. But you, this is a team that all they talked, all the fans talked about was all oh, Dave Gettleman in this cap situation. Look at the guys on this roster. Oh, the Giants are winning games without having talent on the roster. Daniel Jones, think about the team as you seem to always do. Do you want to be the highest-paid player on the team and have no teammates and take a step back? Geno Smith threw for 30 touchdowns. And I don't like using the 15 touchdowns against Daniel Jones because, like I said, from what I was seeing, that was by design, man. That was that, that, Because like, he had Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James right? around him. You don't have a guy you could just throw it up to. You don't have a guy you could throw a five-yard slant to that's going to take it to the house like many of these NFL teams do. You look at D, um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, Put them on the team with Daniel Jones. He's got more touchdown passes. I, I look at Geno as a veteran in this league. Um, I look at Geno as a guy that, man, he went and figured it out elsewhere, and he earned it, and that's why he's got this contract. I'm super happy for Geno Smith. I used to text him about his Instagram page and what we needed to do to get him more followers, and he didn't care about followers. He didn't care about his public image. He cared about football. He cared about locking in and being the best quarterback he could be. This is in 2018 when I worked with him at Rock Nation. He wasn't worried about, you know, what clothes he's wearing or how many posts he's got on Twitter or Instagram to get followers up. He's practicing, and he locked in, and now he got the money. Like, he's he's set with that money. And I, I know there's a lot of people that saw him in the Giants uniform, saw him in the Jets uniform, uniform and thought, he's a bust, this guy sucks, he's garbage. All right, well... He just commanded a big deal, and I think that deal is going to have some kind of impact on what happens here on both sides with quarterbacks. 877-337-6666. We've hit on the Knicks, but we're still taking calls on the Knicks. Knicks fans, my message to you is enjoy the ride. You don't get to have nice things. Now you have a nice thing with this team. Enjoy it. Don't sweat it. Don't think too much about the future. We've talked a little bit of Yankees and a little bit of Mets We'll get back to that, but I think the conversation at hand is still Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and now a little bit more Daniel Jones. Call me up. I'm taking your calls right after this. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Hello. Rocking and rolling on the fan. Monday night, a five-hour KM to AM. We're not even halfway through. Let's get to the phones. You know what we're talking about. Let's hear from the fans that call the fan. Matt is in Essex County. What's up, Matt? What do you say, Keith, man? How was your uh, weekend, brother? It was good. I, I try to lay low. Uh, the wife is, is very pregnant at this point, and uh, I just try to stay by her side in case she needs something. It could be... Uh, something you know, small or something large, but I, you know, I've been laying low. We're about a month away from that, so I just was watching sports and uh, reading articles and uh, minding my business. How about you? Well, listen, good man, you're doing the right thing. So uh, 
and reading articles. Look, look, look at you. Always. You, uh, that's, that's how I prepare, right? I like to, you know, read what the people that are smarter than me say about every story, even if they're incorrect, even if they're just speculating. Uh, I have Google alerts on for every team, and uh, I, I love to uh, keep alerts on, on on Twitter for different reporters because they're they're right there. They're the source. You know, you can learn the most about sports by kind of tapping in to uh, reporters from each team and um I don't know. It's just something I, I like yeah. to do. And you do such a good job on that, man. You you really do cover off on that. Now, and, and I'm gonna. I was gonna give you a parallel, if you don't mind. Okay. I think I think the Saquon Daniel Jones situation is exactly what your team went through with, with uh, Ezekiel <laughs> getting his contract. Yeah, it's it's right? kind of similar. Uh, yeah, and I mean, obviously, I can speak to that, but you don't. The Giants do not want to be where the Cowboys are right now, where you just had to put a franchise tag on your other running back. So now you have a running back room with a hurt running back making ten million this year, and a washed running back making fifteen million, and a quarterback with a forty-nine million dollar cap hit. Do not get me started on the Dallas Cowboys. No, I'm with you. And listen, man, I like I was a college athlete, but I was a mathlete, so I look at all those numbers, and they all like fly in the sky. But what I'm looking at is exactly like the Cowboys are not winning right now in the same way that the Giants are about to not win in the future. If nah, don't, don't put that evil on the Giants fans. Ricky Bobby, they can I'm figure this out. I'm not putting that evil. Listen, listen, Ricky Bobby. Listen, Ricky Bobby. Don't, don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> I, I hear you, but, but it, it, there is a parallel right there. there right? Yeah, because you I, know it, what? Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones – they think they're football people, and I've talked about that on the fan, how the Giants fans called this station and showed up at MetLife Park, or MetLife, MetLife Park, MetLife Stadium, City Field, Yankee Stadium, whatever parks. They showed up there, and they demanded that the Maras get football people in there, like Joe Shane. And this is his first real test. I don't think he's going to make the mistake that Jerry Jones did, right? A fourth-round quarterback that you could have locked up for nothing. You end up franchise tagging twice, and then all of the leverage went to his people where you had to sign that deal with him. You had no other option. You were starting Ben DiNucci at quarterback, so you had to lock up Dak Prescott. And with Ezekiel Elliott, you paid him two years before his contract was up because he held out and went to Cabo. He called your bluff, and you gave him a DJ LeMayu contract. I'll take it a step further with you, Keith. They're they're very similar quarterbacks. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me as far like I think obviously Dak is a better passer and everything like that. Uh, but they, Dak got injured running the football right like, and he was always willing to take the ball out of the pocket and go downfield with it. That's what Daniel Jones does excellently. Like, like that's his like they're, they're like. So if you say okay, he only had fifteen touchdowns, but he ran it in for seven. Twenty-two. You know, Twenty-two. Yep. You know. I think Daniel uh, Jones actually could be a better runner than than Dak. Maybe already is. Dak, I think, was trying to escape and roll out, and like Logan Ryan got the best one. Whatever. I just think Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. You're a math guy. The math ain't mathing. They made so many mistakes on who to pay and how to pay them and when to pay them. Now they're in a situation where, like last year, oh, we'll let Amari Cooper walk. We can't afford to pay him what he's worth. 
They don't get much for him in a a trade. And then Dak needs a number two receiver, and you're relying on Michael Gallup and Noah Brown. Like, C.D. Lamb was ready. But that's my point, is that that Dallas let people walk away, and the Giants aren't letting people walk in. You know what I mean? Like if they, yeah. if they, it's, like they have to, they have to. It's slightly, really, really be it's delicate slightly different. I will say it's slightly different. The the Cowboys gave up a number one pick for Amari Cooper. I don't understand them not re-signing him. They tried to say, oh, his skills and what he does, you know, it, it doesn't uh, equate to the amount of money he makes. And they saw this year without him. Well, uh, it kind of did. You you know, you're ready for your number two guy to be a number one, and it took him a few weeks to actually get there. And then when he got yeah, there, yeah. Dak Prescott was forcing the ball to him because he never really had an, another option. Daniel Jones was a six overall pick. Dak Prescott was, uh, uh, was picked in the fourth round. Um, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and I always said that about I, out of Mississippi State, and he was. I thought that was a, like, a Don't get me wrong. He's sucks. a good quarterback, but they, they, they got lucky. That's the thing about the Cowboys, too. They draft well. They don't do anything in free agency. The biggest free agent signing that they've made in the last decade was Brandon Carr, who most famously is known for being burnt and immortalized by uh, that one-handed catch he gave up to Odell Beckham Jr. I, I don't know. Yeah, you, I, now, yeah. you're, now, you're, now you're pissing me off. I don't want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm uh, it, right. What you got? What's the last thing you got? Jets? Uh, oh, 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 yeah, I had the Jets. Like, listen, I'm a, a, I'm going to give you my Jets bona fide. If, and, and this is me being a mathlete, as I was an athlete. I was a college athlete, but I was a mathlete as well. When given this is a this is a mathematical certainty. When given the opportunity to screw up anything, the Jets will do it. And I I continue to be a Jets fan. I was I I, I kind of edged into the David Carr thing. I was never into Rogers being like I mean. And I told my brother, who is, is, is equally a Jets fan as I am, uh, and happens to be in the military and he's abroad, so I get to talk to him every once in a while. And and I said, listen, here here's the deal. I'll talk to you in three months, and we're going to be ten L is going to be our quarterback, and they're going to do it with pomp and circumstance, <laughs> and we're going to all sit down in our seats, not stand up in our seats. That's it. Yeah, it can't be ten L. Thanks you know, for the call. Man. I, it can't. It, the option we can't we can't default into them, which they would have to trade for Ryan Tannehill. We can't end up on the fan talking about how the Jets are trading. For Ryan Tannehill in a month or so, like that can't, that can't be it. But yeah, uh, mistakes get made, and like that's why it's the NFL. If you do this right, if you sign this guy, if you don't do this, then your fortune changes. You know, I, I went through the whole list of Super Bowl winners from the last fourteen years, and none of them paid a running back more than. $2 million, and the one team that did was the Seahawks paying Percy Harvin 2.5, and he was a leading rusher in that game, but he wasn't a running back. He's an offensive weapon. He was receiver, running back, kick return, punt returner. I'm interested to see what they do with Saquon, but I would put that $10 million franchise tag on Saquon the same way my goofy Dallas Cowboys just had to franchise tag a hurt running back. You couldn't figure out a deal with a running back that's not even going – we all saw him crack his leg against the 49ers. That is a big reason why your offense 
wasn't so effective. You couldn't score 20 points to win that game. Now you have to put a franchise tag on that running back today. Somebody else is going to sign him as damaged goods. He's your guy. You drafted him. You've made him what he is, giving him opportunities. He actually was on your roster the first year that he played when Ezekiel Elliott went to Cabo. You should have told Zeke, stay in Mexico. We're going to go with Tony Pollard. I'm hoping that the Jets and the Giants do the right things here. I'm hoping that they figure it out with their players that they drafted at the right price point because it can literally alter your season. The Dallas Cowboys have had talent for all of these years. It's 27 years since they've been able to get back to a conference finals. This should have been the year that they got there, in my opinion. If you heard me talk, I'm like, look at the quarterbacks in the NFC. Dak Prescott, a seven-year vet, making $40 million plus. He should be able to lead them to the promised land. But no, you know, they they do after that, oh, let's fire Kellen Moore. Our head coach can't even call timeouts, but he should call the plays. Yeah, we'll see how it goes for the Cowboys next season. I'm telling you right now, they're frauds. 877-337-6666. We're heading to the 9 o'clock hour. I'm going to hit the phones. I'm taking your takes and your thoughts on this whole Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr situation, as well as Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and what's going to happen with their contracts and the G-Men. Coming up right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.